0: Welcome to the Nonsense Bazaar, where we're exactly who we say we are. We're your hosts, Willow Truman.
1: I'm Sequoia Kennedy.
0: Yes. <laughs> Today we're, we're going to be covering the case of the psychic catfish. A supernatural catfish, if you will. And if you don't know what that is, it's a type of fish. That's true. It's served Cajun style.
1: Yeah, blackened. Yes, yummy. Yep. You, you can go noodling for them. <laughs> Stick your arm in the creek and fucking get a catfish on you. And, go and, noodling. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's actually not the type of catfish that we're going to talk about today.
1: That is not the type of catfish we're talking about today.
0: No. So as you know, I enjoy a bit of the old boob tube in my <laughs> <laughs> leisure time.
1: I, I do know that you're... You I
0: haven't heard anyone call it that in a while. No,
1: I, I'm glad you did, though. Yeah. That's funny. Boop-doop. <laughs>
0: um, I'm a fan of reality TV. It's just what I need, you know, when I'm trying to shut my brain down.
1: Hey, you've, you've told me some crazy shit that came yes. from reality TV shows.
0: Including this episode of MTV's Catfish. And <laughs> this is a show where a a hairy man... <laughs> A hairy soulless man named Eve Shulman. Okay, he I won't accuse him of being soulless.
1: I know I did earlier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the jury's out. And a rotating cast of co hosts in this episode, it's Max, that's Silver Fox.
1: Oh, he's not always there?
0: Uh, he's in there for like the first several seasons, but okay. then he he's like, um, I have a wife and a family.
1: Hell yeah, good job, bud.
0: Yeah. Eve's yeah. just still in there. He's still in there, even though but he, he too has a wife and a family now. It's
1: just who he is.
0: Yeah, so got the hairy man, we got the silver man, and even Max. And they're helping individuals find out who they've really been talking to online. Mostly yeah. they help out people that are in online relationships and are unsure if like, the person that they're talking to is real. Right. Yeah, like, they won't get on camera, and we've been talking for six years, and I pay all of their bills. We're supposed to get married.
1: Yeah, there's some crazy shit that comes out of, out of that. Yeah. Crazy scammers and shit. Well, yeah, and these people are called catfish.
0: Yes. a Catfish refers to someone online posing as someone that they're not. Or someone whose pictures don't exactly resemble themselves in person. That could also qualify as a catfish.
1: Yeah, they're just... Bad, butt-ass ugly,
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know? Yes. Or you, you, you're you in you're into butt-ass ugly people and they're really hot, which is a weird thing to do, but it's a big world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm very disappointed in how hot you are. Someone um, would be. Right. So in this episode, we're not dealing with a love story. We're not dealing with just like a fat-ass Kelly Price, which if you watch the show, you know. In this episode, an 18-year-old named Kayla contacts the show with a very unusual, very heavy and serious.
1: Way too heavy for MTV. Yeah. To handle with any grace.
0: <laughs> yeah, at a certain point when me and Sequoia were watching the episode today, I've seen it already, but we had to rewatch it, of course. I had that moment where I was like, should this, should they have done this? <laughs> should this be on air?
1: Yeah, this is a But
0: this, they did.
1: Yeah, and you know, maybe this was, we can have some... Conversations about ethics after y'all hear about this and stuff. Yes. You know, there's a lot here.
0: Okay. So, Kayla, 18-year-old, she just had her first child with her boyfriend. They're from Shepherdsville, Kentucky. Yep. She's being contacted by a woman named Courtney, who's claiming to be in contact with Kayla's father. Right. Kayla's father, who passed away in 2002. Right. Kayla's father, who... Tragically murdered Kayla's mother in front of her. Right. Yes.
1: <laughs> and then hung himself in prison. Yep. Yeah.
0: So this is a lot heavier <sighs> than just, um, you know, I want to know if my Snapchat crush is for real or not.
1: Right. This woman is claiming to, ch- to channel a dead man. Yep. Yep. And uh,
0: so with that, I think that's a good time to do our tarot pull for the episode.
1: Yeah, because we're going to get into this. Because uh, it's—okay, because here's the thing. After seeing this, we can't be sure that it's a scam of any type. We have suspicions for sure, but this shit—this shit is really weird. Like, really, really weird. So, all right. I'm going to do i am going to pull a tarot card, and then we're going to talk about the show, and then we're going to talk— uh, See how the tarot card related to it. Yes, indeed. And I already shuffled it a bunch of times. I'm just doing it like twice more for for radio.
0: Yes, shuffle, shuffle.
1: Because I'm not a catfish. I
0: love that sound, too.
1: I know, it's really good. All right. We have, interesting, the sun. Okay. Trump- 19, the trump of the sun and what all the, uh, you know, the sun is, it's what the sun does. It shines and gives life and light and makes things grow and shit, right? Mm-hmm. It can also fucking burn, right? Yes. <laughs> without any emotional, you know, uh, <laughs> without any, any water to temper it, you know, without any of the other, like, Parts of nature to temper it, like the light just fucking destroys. Yeah, right. Creates deserts, but also gives life. It's you know generosity. It stands for vitality and optimism. It's you know the blossoming yeah, of the. Right. It's the planet of the sun in astrology. So that's like Everything ego, the sense it. of uh, the sense of self. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's and that's the
0: we need it to survive.
1: Right, it's but like, you get too close, it can burn your fucking. wings and send, send you falling like that Icarus fella.
0: Not so good.
1: I burn like a bastard in the sun. I'm not. Me too. Yeah. yeah, Real bad. I'm actually
0: allergic to the sun. I need special lotion.
1: (laughs) 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 All right. So that's, no, I've always made that joke too. It's it's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, the shadow, like promising much and doing nothing can be a bad aspect of the sun. Another negative aspect of the sun could be like dazzling, flim flam,
0: Yes. Right? Like yeah. put
1: showiness, showmanship.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, saying you're going to do all these things and then not doing the them. The sun
0: can also be blinding.
1: Right. Okay.
0: If you stare at it. Right. You shouldn't. Too much sun is bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay. Let's get into it. Okay. The, the case of Courtney and Kayla, the psychic catfish.
0: Okay. So this catfish episode starts out in what? Looks to be a hotel room, <laughs> and Neve is on the ground wearing jeans, talking about how he just got done with a, a jog, and he's sitting on a foam roller and like rolling around. And Max is like, "Oh, you're so silly. That's not what I meant when I said let's roll." And I'm just oh. like, "Oh my god!" So they're they're in this hotel room. Um, Neve is rolling around. I don't think he really went for a jog. I think he's just rolling around.
1: I hate these people.
0: <laughs> and they're gonna check their email and see what what case they're gonna crack today. Mm. Uh, open up their computer. La la la. Oh, and here's this email from Kayla. And how the show goes is they read the email and then they'll do a Skype conversation with the person to start off with. Right. To sort of have them explain the situation. So here is a clip from Kayla explaining this to Neve and his skeptical Silver Fox co-host, Max. In
2: 1999, my father had a mental breakdown and he ended up killing my mom. And a few years later, after being in prison, he had another mental breakdown and took his own life.
3: Wow. Two years ago, out of the blue, you just get this email. Can you explain how yeah. that happened? or Courtney
2: it? sent me a Facebook message saying she talked to my dad. She's like, you might not believe me, but if you could please message me back as soon as you can and we can talk about everything. And at first I was in shock and I didn't know what to think. She knew things like the brand of cigarettes he smoked, how he liked his cheeseburgers with ketchup only, and she knew how he liked his bologna sandwiches and what kind of ice cream he liked. Nobody on this earth should really know some of the certain things that she knows. She says she's a medium and I mean, I really believe her.
0: So let's talk about our impressions
1: thus far. Yeah. So just a a quick recap. Basically after all this horrible shit happens to Kayla, this woman contacts her out of the blue.
0: Two years ago.
1: Two years from when this episode released, which is 2016. Yes. So that would be 2014 when she first gets Mm -hmm. emails from this woman named Courtney. Courtney lives in Florida.
0: Jupiter, Florida.
1: Jupiter, Florida. Not Kentucky. Um, When they ask her, and they say like, oh, is she from around here? She's like, oh, she's from Ohio. Right. And like, that's right next to Kentucky. I looked at the two towns. They're like, they're a thousand miles away from each other. Right, so they're not close. The Northwest of Ohio and like. Or the northeast of Ohio and like the in like West Kentucky, like those are two different areas of the country. Very far apart. Might as well be, you know, Rhode Island and Virginia, right?
0: Uh Yeah.
1: So this woman says, this woman, Courtney, says that she can channel Kayla's father, Mm -hmm. right? And she's been talking, Frankie, and she's been talking to this woman for two years. And, and
0: they've developed like a bond. They're right. close at this point. Like they talk right. regularly.
1: But she started, I guess, to have some suspicions. And that's why she called in the Catfish Guys.
0: Well, so Kayla trusts Courtney, but her Aunt Shannon does not. Right. Yes. Aunt Shannon is the one who is suspicious. But uh, so up to this point, Neve and Max must be like,
1: whoa. Right. They're thinking that, like, someone's just scamming them out of money. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah know. I
0: think their first impression is, oh, this poor girl's getting fucked over by some fraud. Yeah. Or something like that,
1: maybe. Yeah, de- I mean, definitely. Like, there's someone nefarious is trying to pump Kayla for information, money, whatever. Right. Any, anything that you would want to scam people for, right? Now, Kayla also lives with her—does she live with her aunt— No. Not anymore, okay. No, she
0: lives with her boyfriend. They have a kid together.
1: Okay, so she's living with her boyfriend. They have a kid together.
0: Okay, so Kayla believes Courtney because, of course, she wants to. Why wouldn't she? Like, this is an appealing thing to believe. This is a link to her father that she misses, that she wishes that she could have a relationship with.
1: Even though he fucking did something... Brutal and terrible as shit.
0: She forgives him, too. Or at least she, sh- she, she says, says she, she does. does.
1: Yeah. I mean, they, they keep saying, like, it's, you know, he, he, had, he has mental illness. Like, it's... Right. Yeah, you know? So, which I don't know what, or that whole thing's sketchy, but it's deep Kentucky. I don't know.
0: Yeah. So, Kayla believes Courtney, but Aunt Shannon, who is Frankie's sister, this is the sister of Kayla's father, Frankie. Right. Aunt Shannon is suspicious of Courtney because... Well, Courtney hasn't been willing or able to meet up in person, even though they've tried to set up plans a few times. Yeah. Although Aunt Shannon and Kayla both agree that Courtney is very pretty in her Facebook profile. This also leads Aunt Shannon to have questions about her authenticity, because she's very pretty. This could be fake pictures. Also, this is the point where Aunt Shannon reveals... That there is a history of mental illness in the family. Right. In her words, the bipolar schizophrenic.
1: Right. Yeah. Which
0: is an odd way of putting it. The schizoaffective disorders.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they, they, they didn't go to med yeah, school. Are,
0: exactly. You know. And we learn that Kayla's paternal grandfather, so Shannon and Frankie's father. Yes. Is abusive. Um, mentally ill. There's a history of mental illness in the family, which Frankie had.
1: Yep. And apparently it was Kayla's grandmother who encouraged her to get in touch with Courtney.
0: Encouraged her to respond to Courtney. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which is interesting. It is. We never meet the grandma in the episode.
0: We don't. We don't meet, like, Kayla has a sister we don't hear from. This is very much centered on Kayla. Like You know what I mean? This this Kayla's thing, I guess.
1: It's not a... It's not a Ken Burns documentary. You know what I mean? No, it
0: certainly isn't. Yeah. So right now, at this point in the episode, sequentially speaking, we are at Aunt Shannon's house and there's some Jesus-y stuff in there. It's beige. It's a nice house. Either it's her house or it's a house that they rented out for the purpose of filming in it.
1: Oh, yeah. very possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably, yeah.
0: Probably very likely. There's another reason that Aunt Shannon doesn't believe Courtney. Well, she says the entire situation was so publicized. There's all sorts of information out there, but actually there really, there really wasn't. It was in like the Kentucky Times.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I found a couple articles. It was a couple like, of
0: articles. It
1: wasn't like a major tabloid fucking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And at this point, Shannon also says the pastor that she talked to told her that psychics are the devil in disguise. So she's expressing also doubts at this time about the authenticity of mediumship as a practice.
1: What she said in that particular clip was that she reached out to Courtney's pastor, to psychic Courtney's pastor, because at this point, Kayla and Courtney have known each other online, had an online friendship or whatever for quite a while. And she's told her family about it and stuff. And Shannon, what aunt Shannon says was that she went, she did some digging on psychic Courtney. And to in that digging, because this is what you do in the Christian South, I guess, is you call up.
0: Yeah, you go fucking digging into people. What a little nosy. That's so nosy.
1: From what I've heard about, like,
0: No, I believe it. I totally 100% believe
1: it. So Aunt Shannon says she talked to Courtney's pastor, I guess down in Florida, and to see what he thought about psychics.
0: So and my and my impression by the way is that Courtney is a Christian, even though she's also a a medium. Yeah. Or at least in this one instance she's a medium. She has a
1: pastor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But her pastor says, Oh uh, fucking psychics and mediums are the devil in disguise or some dumb bullshit my god and shannon because uses this as a pastor? as a reason she did yeah straight up it's just a straight up uh and for some reason shannon uses this as a, like well if courtney's pastor says he does that he doesn't approve of psychics well there's no way that courtney could possibly be a psychic because no one would want to disappoint their pastor i guess
0: that's so that convoluted
1: whole, it's that whole thing was so weird to me that but is anyway. very
0: convoluted yeah yeah okay
1: the only person i'm sure is on the level in this show is kayla
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. She's just confused about, yeah. like, she's like, what the fuck is happening? And so am I. At this point in the episode, you're like, what is going on?
1: The things that Courtney says she knows about Kayla.
0: Or she knows or about she knows Frankie. About,
1: about Frankie. Yeah. She knows about Kayla's dad, Frankie.
0: It's weird stuff. It's, it's weird it's a lot stuff. Of food stuff.
1: Yeah. Like, he, he likes his hamburgers without, with only ketchup. Yeah. Right? That he. Loves bologna sandwiches.
0: With right? ketchup.
1: With, I hope not. That's gross. A little bit of mustard. It'd be fine. Bologna's just gross in general. Yeah, I'm not. A- uh, and like that he smokes Marlboro Reds.
0: That Which is like the most popular common cigarette.
1: Yeah, but if you got it wrong, you'd get it real wrong, you know? That's, That's a, true. I wouldn't go for that.
0: That's true. So there is stuff that she knows that is on the money. It's not too far out there information. It's stuff that. It kind of makes you think, like, hmm, maybe she knew someone that was, like, in, in jail with him. Cause that was my are, first instinct. Those are things that you would know about someone that you're in jail with. Like, what are their sports teams? Right. How do they like their food? And
1: yeah. And what just cigarettes just like, do they smoke? Yeah, the surface level ass shit.
0: So at this point, Neve and Max do some sleuthing on Facebook yep. to check out if she's a real person. They go to this weird little coffee house that has a bunch of pictures of like zombies all over it. And they look at her Facebook page and they're like, yeah, it looks real to us. And it does look real. She has a bunch of family on there, a bunch of pictures of herself dating back a long time. It's an authentic profile. And they send a message to someone that comments on her pictures a lot. A gentleman named Eric with a beautiful lighthouse as a photo. Yeah. And they figure, well, this guy comments on her pictures a lot. He must know her. And they say... Hey, we're from Catfish. We're trying to figure out stuff. Give us a call. And well, he doesn't call them, but his wife Erica does get back to them.
1: Yeah, this is the weirdest goddamn thing I've ever heard in my so life. That's
0: the next um <sighs> portion of the video.
3: Everything about this page to us felt very real. This is a real Facebook right. page for a real courtney Whether or not that's the person you're talking to is another question. Anyway, we went through her pictures. There's lots of people making comments. Lots of people are tagged in photos. We wanted to see if we could find someone who could tell us that Courtney is a real person. We're just trying to find out a little bit more about uh, your friend Courtney. Okay. Can you just tell me how you know Courtney?
2: We met about maybe close to nine years ago. She and her family moved directly next door to us and they very quickly became part of our family.
3: Has she ever mentioned someone that she speaks to online named uh, Kayla? Uh,
2: yes, I have heard her name. Mm-hmm.
3: Do you know anything about the nature of Courtney and Kayla's relationship? Yes.
2: It's Frankie, who is kind of like a, um, <laughs> a unique member of the family,
3: basically. And you, you understand the circumstances under which Courtney and Frankie are communicating.
2: I do, and I can understand um, why Halo wants an answers.
3: Does Courtney have this gift?
2: In my opinion, yes.
1: Okay, so to reiterate what we just heard. The Catfish guys, who are, you know, professional investigators, yeah, even okay. though they're goobers, like, that is their job, like, they're goobers, but, like, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, they went to Psychic Courtney's Facebook page, determined, okay, this is the Facebook page of a real person. Let me ask this person, that's, this friend that comments on a lot of their stuff, on a lot of Courtney's stuff, right? This person, Eric comments on all of Courtney's stuff. They send a message. They get a message back. This is Erica, Eric's wife. We share a Facebook account, which is fucking weird, but I've heard of shit like that. So I just yeah, wanted to point that out just so you can that. just go like, what the fuck? Right? Eric and Erica. And just like the whole thing is like, what the fuck? <sighs> Florida. What are you going to do? Um, but so Erica
0: I like to think that Eric just has like really extreme social anxiety and didn't yeah. want to do it. And
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. To do it, I hope so.
0: Yeah, mm. like they don't actually share a Facebook page. He was just <laughs> so shy and nervous.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or he was like, "Fucking some guy's named Catfish contacted me. I don't know what that." And she was like, "Oh my god, a Catfish! <gasps> we have to talk yeah. to them. <gasps> we have to talk to them. Like, god, will you do it? <laughs> I'll, oh I'll do it myself." God,
0: Neve has so much chest hair.
1: And then I she just put it, she put in we share a facebook as a little a little fuck you to Eric. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but so Kayla and Shannon and all of them would never have known about this just random person commenting on Courtney's face just one of her florida friends, right? Yeah. This never would have gotten in con- yeah, this Eric person never would have gotten in co- in contact hey, with them.
0: Erica confirms that Frankie's been in the picture for five yeah. years. Yeah. That's for three years before Courtney even contacted Kayla.
1: Yes. Yeah, that she was says she was having this other party says, yeah, my friend was having these psychic experiences with the spirit of this dude, Frankie, who had this type of light, like, who's telling her this stuff. That's what this person is saying.
0: In fact— she says that Frankie has been in her house even.
1: That's what Facebook Erica says. Yep. Yeah. So that's right there is like the start of why we're talking about this episode. Yeah. Because this story is it, it's weird, like weird as shit.
0: Right. So Kayla's reeling from all of this. Kayla's very confused about what to believe because this is her story is tragic. And she's being totally authentic throughout the whole episode. She's genuinely wants to know, like, what's real and what's not real. And I feel a lot for her.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Like, she's in this conversation. She grapples with her very beliefs about, like, God.
1: Yeah. Life and death and shit. Yeah.
0: Because she wants so badly to believe that, like, you know, she never even got to know her mom. Yeah. so She wants to feel like there's a chance. And I don't really know what the afterlife has to do with spirits being able to contact you now, but she feels like if what Courtney is saying isn't true, then that's going to shatter her beliefs. Right. About. Being able to be in contact with her parents,
1: right, and and also, and she she also acknowledges that she wants to believe in it, which I really respect. Like she acknowledges that, yeah, this is the problem with me not believing this. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, it does shatter these things, and like, okay, you've got some fucking good self awareness, girl.
0: Yeah, um, and there's no problem with her believing this either, in yeah. my opinion.
1: Oh no, fuck no, fuck unless
0: no. she's being lied to and scammed, but. There's no motive for her at this point.
1: Right. And it's been going on for a while. It's
0: been going on for two years. Courtney's not, Psychic Courtney's not asking for anything in return.
1: In fact, she sends, Courtney sends Kayla stuff. Yeah. Like a gift card for her her fucking baby shower.
0: And And basically, Psychic Courtney is kind of inviting Kayla into... To be a part of her family, more or less.
1: Well, but without meeting in person. She's sending her all these gifts. Courtney's sending Kayla all these gifts, but whenever Kayla wants to meet up with Courtney, she dodges it. Just mm-hmm. so bizarre.
0: She gives a reason for that later. Yeah. But we'll get to
1: that. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, now they're, they have total proof that this is a real person, that there's more to this story than someone, that the scam has to be super deep if it's a scam.
0: Yeah, there'd have to be a lot of people involved here.
1: Yeah. And so at this point, they, the, the investigators don't know what the hell to think. Um, around about this time in the episode, Aunt Shannon said something really interesting. Yeah. She said that they had been intentionally keeping stuff from Kayla, details, things about her parents. Right. Yeah. Intentionally, she admitted this to the catfish guys.
0: Right. Like Kayla only learned, had only learned a couple of years prior. That her mother was pregnant yeah. when she was murdered—that was brand new information to her. Yeah. And of course, I get not—you know—not wanting to share that information with a child, but also, you know, it's fucked up. She became a mother when she was sixteen too. So imagine learning that information when you're pregnant yourself for the first time. How. How yeah. heavy that must have been, it's, the it's impact int- of that. It's
1: intensely fucked up. And— The drip feed of— yeah. of, of shit to, to keep her from the—by keeping—by trying to keep her safe from the pain, you're just prolonging it and making it worse. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the problem with all that. And so—but but we have an admission from Shannon that she does have this pattern of trying to keep Kayla in the dark about things and trying to—trying to kind of make—trying to make her believe in a world that doesn't suck so much specifically for the purpose of making it not hurt so bad. Yeah. You know, we had that admission, which we'll, I'll talk about a bit later. Right. I just wanted to bring that up because I think it's very important.
0: Also, I think it's funny how in the phone call with the neighbor who's talking about, oh, yeah, I've, I've met Frankie. He's been over at my house. I like how they make it sound like Frankie just comes over and chills.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, yo, can you make me a bologna sandwich? Make sure there's only ketchup on it. Yeah,
1: grilled bologna and ketchup. That's all I'll eat. Yeah. That's, just, that's it.
0: So right now there's no place to go except for Courtney and Kayla to meet. And um, Courtney agrees to it, so they're going to go meet up at the park.
1: Yeah, so the catfish guy, well, the catfish guys, Kayla and Shannon. Yes. All fly down to Florida. Yes, they do. To meet Courtney. Then they're, and
0: uh, they're finally it, going to meet her. Actually, this is Kayla's first time on a plane too. Mm-hmm. So yay her. She's a lot this is a lot of big milestones for her. Yeah,
1: hey, I was in my mid 20s before I ever got yeah. on a plane. Yeah? Very exciting. A lot of big, a lot of courage, Gayla. Good. All right, yeah. so. We met up with
3: Courtney in person, where secrets were revealed and things got intense fast.
0: Oh my God. Aunt Shannon gets left behind.
1: Mm hmm. Shannon's not at the park.
2: Hey, you Courtney? Of course I am. Wow. Hi. Hi. Neve. Neve.
4: You yeah, have your dad's eyes. <laughs> oh, have you your dad's eyes.
1: Weirdest thing to, yeah. to
2: say. Yeah, honey. Oh. Are you telling the truth? Of
4: course I am. Oh, of course I am. I would never, ever make something up like this that could be so you know, potentially hurtful. I just, I knew that the situation was so strange. You know, the more I talked with your dad, the more I realized, you know, something good has to come out of this. And I wanted to be able to give you that peace of mind. When he first showed up, I woke up, and I remember opening my eyes and, I could see out of the corner of my eye, but I didn't want to look, but there was a figure at the side of my bed. And right then and there, I could pick up the feelings. He was, all, he was also confused. He was also very scared. He, he did not realize how he had gotten there, um, did not know why. And all I could think of was, well, he must need help.
3: I assume at once he told you his name, you went on the internet and looked him up.
4: Absolutely. Did I get on Google to confirm, am I crazy? Does this person and his story really exist? Because believe me, I was just as skeptical.
0: I heard an audio cut there.
1: I did too. I think that was just some loose editing putting together this recap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the same version as in the episode, because I thought that her answer to that was really weird, too. Right. They ask her if she did any research on the family beforehand, and they cut out her authentic answer because she says, did I? And then it snips to a different Part where she's talking, so I don't think we actually heard her real answer. Yeah, and her answer is probably yes. I did look them
1: up. Yeah, I did some quick googling. It, they might. I think it was just like a ripple delete that was yeah. just kind of lazy.
0: Probably something There's, like you, that. Like
1: you'll hear that some of that in our episode sometimes when I like stitch things together, I do it too quick. But I don't know. It's yeah, I don't know. But I think it says that it, it that it's it's, a, um,
0: it's an odd like the vibe is weird when they first get together, right? It's and- very. Highly emotional for Kayla, she immediately starts crying because she's overwhelmed.
1: Well, a big thing to remember is we're seeing this from a highly um, unreliable narrator, which is MTV's Catfish. Yep. Right? Like they are trying to hit, pull emotional strings,
0: mm-hmm. trying all to tell a specific cues, story. All yeah. The, yeah.
1: And reality producers, as we've demonstrated on the show, are fucking evil. Yes. <laughs> They're the worst. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, the, the way Psychic Courtney first introduces herself to Kayla. You they, have
0: your dad's eyes.
1: Yeah. You have your dad's eyes. And freaked then she repeats it. Right. That freaked yeah. me out so much. When I saw it, I was like, that's not how you meet someone for the first time. And they hug. And, like, Kayla's definitely weirded out by it. That really bothered me when I first saw it until I remembered that, oh, yeah, they've been friends for two years.
0: Yeah, they've been talking for a yeah. long time.
1: So then I'm like, oh, okay. So it is going to be awkward as shit. And they are also going to have a sense of familiarity.
0: Yeah. And also the whole reason why they're together is because of Frankie, Kayla's dad. Yeah. So I guess it would make sense to reference him in some way. But it it just comes off like, Ugh. And they probably
1: also <laughs> know, th- they know they're know they on TV. Yeah. So they're probably playing for the camera too. very
0: uncomfortable. You know, it's, people get nervous in front of the camera. Right.
1: And so they're ju- juggling all these different emotions And trying to play for the camera, because they probably watch a lot of reality TV, too.
0: And Courtney also, like, not for nothing, but she's just a, she seems like she's just a regular-ass person now. She doesn't market herself as a medium or a psychic or anything. Right. So she's probably entering the situation worried about her credibility, worried about how she's going to come across, worried about being called a fraud or a fake. And she herself has probably questioned her own abilities if she's not full of Shit, which right. I don't think she is because it would be really weird of her to be. This who whole thing's knows? weird. Like the whole thing is
1: whatever the answer something is
0: fishy, but I don't right. know what it is. Whatever
1: the answer to this is, we know it's fucked up. Yeah, but we don't know what it is. So, right. but we'll talk about that.
0: So, uh, Kayla and Courtney meet up at the park, and shall we? Shall we continue with their their meeting? Yes. Okay. So, Kayla at first during this meeting, she's saying, okay, okay. She's not telling me anything I haven't heard before though. I, I want Courtney to tell me the real secrets, like yeah, lay yeah, it on yeah. me.
2: You're so emotional right now, because you sound so sincere, but it's still like my mind is like, you can't though. I know. And my heart and my mind wants you to be completely telling the truth. And, but like, it, it's really hard for me to like, Tell with these kind of things, because like I've already had so much go on in my life.
4: Honestly, Kayla, that was why I struggled sometimes with, for the getting in touch with you, because I was like, this is not only is this just, are you kidding me, bizarre, but also, I mean, I could totally look like just sort of some screwball idiot. I mean, but then the more I thought about, it, the more like I can't deny that this really happened. Um, Can can you tell me like
2: a few things that it can, you think, you may think that it'll hurt my feelings. Even if it does, I wanna know. Like I wanna know what you know that you might not have told me before.
4: You know, I think maybe I didn't go into a lot of detail about your dad and your mom's relationship. And he did have a lot of animosity towards your mom. And yes, your mom had a different, you know, she had a, a, she may have made some different life choices that other people maybe wouldn't have or could frown upon or would think differently about. But inside, she Like, what are you talking about? Didn't she strip? She work at a strip club. She was like maybe a stripper.
2: Did he tell you like anything else?
4: Um, I know he himself was abused. I know there was um being locked in a room or a basement or, 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 or something about being locked.
2: Hold on. I think I'm going to, you're going to meet again tomorrow, right? And talk more. Yeah. Okay. Cause I'm getting really overwhelmed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's,
0: so we can't, You can't see it in audio form. But when psychic Courtney says the thing about, you know, didn't your mom strip? Um, Kayla nods her head. Yeah. Yeah. So, and also Frankie, Kayla's dad and aunt Shannon, when they were kids, they used to get locked in the basement. Yeah. So it's two for two on these bits of information.
1: Now, the thing is. Of
0: course, she doesn't say he was locked in a basement. Right. But she's...
1: So two things on this. Um, one, at this point, now, now Kayla's hearing the stuff that isn't easily discovered, right? Yes. But it's still not things that no one else could know.
0: She's, in fact, Kayla says herself, unless my aunt is telling her these things, Right. there's uh, no way she could know. Right. So...
1: Every bit of information she gives her is something... That specifically Aunt Shannon or unnamed grandma could know.
0: All goes back to the bologna sandwich.
1: Every time. Every time. Every time. Yeah. Uh, Then second, um, some of the ways in which Courtney is saying, the way Courtney is saying certain things. Yeah. Feels very much like classic cold reading shit.
0: Yeah, it feels like she's going through her.
1: Like mate locks or something maybe.
0: She's doing the. was your? She was maybe. She stripped. Was she a stripper? She's, was she maybe?
1: Right. Um, she stripped, didn't strip she? Club? Yeah. Did she work at maybe a, a strip club?
0: Right. She like, says that she questions it three times, even though yeah. like she was right. the It's first
1: weird, time. and it's the other thing is it's not a situation you would cold read in.
0: Yeah, because she clearly knows, like knows yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Yes, but so.
0: Or maybe she's feigning, well, like she is uncertain of it being the truth.
1: We have to When she knows
0: that it's true. We
1: have to we have to give a little bit of thought to the hypothesis that maybe perhaps she is communicating with something, right? Some extra physical entity.
0: It's the it's the number one theory that makes the most sense and, if you compile all the facts. And, but also my gut says no.
1: Right. But the the way a lot of people who a lot of people who in my opinion are the most believable when it comes to talking about spirits and communicating with them. It's not in a conversation like we're having right now. Yeah. Right? It's through impressions and mm-hmm. images and feelings and shit like that. And things just come into you. Very dreamlike, very impressionistic.
0: Yeah, it's usually just like a vague sense or like a flash of an image through your mind. Yeah. It's not like a ghost that sits down next to you and like talks to you. Right. And, and tells you all about, you know.
1: Exactly, exactly. And so to me, the fact that like... I wonder if that cold reading act shit came from actually trying to impersonate real mediums.
0: Yeah, maybe. You know
1: what I mean? Because it yeah. is that like from the people that I like, okay, f- fuck you. I don't know. It, like, I, I believe in some of it. Fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Whoever you are. I don't care. Yeah. Um, that is how spirits work according to the lore. They don't just fucking talk to you.
0: Right. right?
1: So, so there's that. Okay.
0: <laughs> so the next day. We're going to bring Aunt Shannon into the mix, and we're all going to go head over to Courtney's house.
1: Yeah, which is probably a fake house.
0: It's probably... Because I was like, oh, they're bold showing the outside of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On fucking MTV. Okay, very trusting of you. But also, they do that on Catfish all the time. So I... Right.
1: I don't know. It's got to be fake houses, movie set houses or Something.
0: Something. There was one episode where they just went to some random woman's house that was not the person they were looking for. And she's like, what the
1: fuck? (laughs) That's fun.
0: (laughs) So they're going to take the whole crew over to Courtney's house and they're going to talk more. And that's what they do. What it do. So they're all sitting on the couch at Courtney's house and the question gets raised is he here right now as yeah. in is Frankie here because yeah. of course Kayla would like to know if he's there she wants to talk to him so that's that's what's going on in this
1: clip Yeah this so Aunt Shannon Frankie's brother and Kayla Frankie's daughter
0: What a grand adventure they're on right yeah.
1: now Yeah with cameras and they're talking to this woman that they have been talking to for years but just met and she's like an imposing lady too
0: Yeah she's, she's tall. tall as shit She's like um like an Amazonian.
1: Yeah, woman. honestly. And
0: she's tall and
1: beefy. Yes. She's, and- she's imposing. Yes. Not like, not ugly. Like, I'm not talking shit no, about like, it. It's just like, like she strikes a, an imposing figure. Yeah,
0: yeah, like in a thick Amazonian, mm-hmm. like Nordic goddess type of way.
1: She has giant blood, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Can I can, Um This is a weird thing to be on television.
0: It feels so deeply personal.
1: Yeah. And, if, and also just so deep, like this shouldn't, this shouldn't be. Like it like should. pokes through the, the like yeah. strangeness that should have stayed confined, like just poked through because of mm. these goobers not understanding what they're, <laughs> 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 the catfish goobers just not knowing what they're playing with. All right. So here we go.
3: So that she can hear some of this stuff and if she has any questions. Do you still feel anger towards him? Well, of
2: course, if I didn't feel anger towards him, then I'd be, it'd be crazy. Yes, I feel anger. Why did you take such a loving, beautiful lady that was pregnant? Why did you take her life? But then I can come to realize it was mental illness. It doesn't mean that I have hate for him. So I'm mad at the mental illness.
4: Did he ever at one point in time, though, look for some sort of help? Because he's mentioned to me before that nobody would help him.
2: I mean, he had people there as his advocate or whatnot. And he had a special person he
4: really would run to. Was it the foster mom that he slept with? And he was very upset
2: that she was. This is crazy.
3: Help. Yeah, we don't know anything about this. This
2: obviously. is crazy. Okay. He slept with one of his foster moms.
3: Who else knew that? Just about
2: us and Memo. Okay. I. What the
0: fuck? Yeah. Like, that's just a huge bump. So it's not the part where they're asking him questions. Right, right. Um, like whoa so this is a big th- again, it's not something that Aunt Shannon didn't know though right so I mean I guess
1: so the, what she's saying what is What
0: information that, could Kayla know about her parents that Aunt Shannon doesn't that's know? The that. other that's the thing only I was place asking where she could ever get information about right because she
1: was a fucking child yeah yeah no, yeah, so, exactly exactly. That's the other thing I kept thinking of too is like there is nothing yeah unless some weird deep-seated memory but
0: it's not no. like she could, she you know, disprove shit. any of the information. She has to kind of right. trust her mama, as she says. Yeah, and Aunt Shannon.
1: And what uh, Courtney just—the piece of information was oh, about yeah. how oh my God. Frankie slept with his foster mom,
0: or rather, she slept. She raped him.
1: That, that's I mean, what, uh, yeah, that's what. Really yeah, that's really what that
0: that means.
1: Yeah, that's what that means. Um, what the fuck, America?
0: And. It's interesting that Shannon frames it as, well, he had a person that he could go to. Like, you mean the woman that raped him when she was supposed to be taking care of him yeah. and a mother to him?
1: Uh, I don't know if it continues in this, in this clip, but then she talks about how Frankie is haunting this woman, too. Yeah. And
0: that— And that the woman reached out to Kayla to Yeah. Your dad is haunting me. I feel so bad about what I did. Like, whoa, leave yeah. Kayla the fuck alone, first yeah, so, of all. So that's, yeah, like,
1: uh, Kayla said like, what, like a bunch of years ago?
0: Yeah. Like a bunch of years like she ago. She said six or seven years ago. Yeah,
1: so way before Courtney ever started doing that.
0: So foster mom starts getting haunted six or seven years ago. Yeah. Courtney starts getting contacted by Frankie five years ago. Yeah. Okay, just building up the timeline of Frankie contact.
1: <laughs> yeah, the timeline of Frankie contact. <laughs> um, we don't know the foster mom's name. No. We do not know because it would be very interesting to see if there was any connections there.
0: Between her and, and Courtney. Courtney, yeah, yeah, it would be. That would be very fucking interesting. But, like, this—oh, God, this—some skeletons but there's in some, closets. But
1: there's some other things. I mean, the question is always who benefits, Right.
0: Yeah, Who? what would so be far, the reason for- So far, no
1: one benefits any, from any of this.
0: Yeah. So, Courtney knows that somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, which pretty much solidifies to Aunt Shannon,
1: you know. Well, and Kayla, yeah.
0: So, pretty much at this point, Aunt Shannon has come around- to she says, you know, it went against my religion, but now I believe it. And they talk about, oh, we would love to come and visit you and your family. And Courtney says, yeah, any time, of course. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm here, and um, it it ends up. The happy ending, you know? Basically, I guess. Even Max are like, yeah, we believe it, I guess. We don't really know what happened. And that's just where it ends. Yeah. With like some sappy ass
1: music and shit.
0: Yeah, you as the viewer are like, "What? wait, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, because you just saw something way weirder than any of them acknowledged. Because like, oh, there's so much shit that just feels so fucking off to me. So wrong. Like So wrong. I know, like, there's just that gut feeling that someone's fucking with us.
0: Yeah, it's not right. Like, and it's so weird because obviously this is really Kayla's family and her story. Like that stuff is real. Yeah. Stuff about her mom and her dad is real. Yeah. What the hell?
1: So uh, let's go through what we think
0: the possible scenarios. Okay. One theory, Catfish and crew are absolute scumbags, made the entire thing up, are fucking with us. Yeah. Can't, No.
1: No, it, yeah, I don't believe that because—the yeah. reason I don't believe that is because I've never heard of this episode. Mm. If they had been trying to do it, it would have been marketed differently. They're trying to transition into this new thing or something. I don't
0: know. Yeah.
1: It seems—and correct me if I'm wrong—like, yeah, it definitely has a special place in the Catfish Pantheon, like, or, like, fucking yeah. catalog or whatever. But it doesn't seem—they're not playing it in the way I would think they're playing it if, if they had just made it all up. yeah. And that's kind of the problem I have with every theory, every explanation. Yeah. Like every one. You would play it differently.
0: So Aunt Shannon, who said that she's, that mediumship went against her religion and that she's skeptical of it, which is left vague until the end of the episode where she explicitly uh, makes a statement about that. She explicitly says that. Yeah. Because at, at first I gave her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Because I uncovered a couple of Facebook posts from Mm -hmm. before the episode aired. Interesting. Indicating that she visits mediums. In fact, she went to see the Long Island medium.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Son of a bitch.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she went to see the Long Island medium, um, specifically hoping to contact her brother, Frank. So this goes against her stance on the show of being sort of skeptical about mediums and also mediumship being against her religion. Yeah. And then, um, so that's in 2012. And then a few years later in 2015, this is just a year before the episode aired, so probably like around when it was filmed, or at least the same year, she left a review for Louisville's Medium and said, we left there with total closure. My brother came across and told us several things that nobody could ever know. Hmm. And she also said that she, she mentioned in this uh, review that she had scheduled readings in the future. So she's a serial visitor of mediums. Yeah. How did these digital investigators not uncover, like, I guess they didn't look into Shannon. They didn't
1: look into Shannon. They
0: didn't feel like they had any reason to.
1: All right, because they're not investigators, TV hosts.
0: So my question is, why the why the deception about that to MTV? Like, that's so weird. Did they coach her to do that?
1: I mean, that's totally possible. They might, you know, we saw the type of For shit story that- the storyline? We I talked about Anora Bowen. We saw the type of shit that they- They do to create storylines. They could have said, "We want you to. Can you can you say just say that you're a Christian and you don't believe this, right? Because it's it fucks up our story. If if you know, maybe all this shit is true, but they still say
0: they still want a storyline. It's not.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be too confusing if you believe and say like we need there to be this plot. You know. Yeah, that's the type of shit they would do.
0: A theory that I see online is that you know because Aunt Shannon was lying about it being against her religion and everything. Perhaps maybe she's in cahoots with Courtney and she sort of coached Courtney and every, but it's like, what, for the last two fucking years? Right. And like pretended to not know her. And also like, so then explain the neighbor that's known about Frankie for five years. And
1: explain the foster mom. Yes. That who contacts Caleb well before psychic Courtney ever does. Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah, so it doesn't
1: fucking make sense. Now there are like uh, psychic scammers do have networks and they do like so Courtney trade could information. So someone
0: someone that passed along this information to her, but also Courtney's not a working psychic or medium. Right. I mean, she did do it for a little bit after the show she, aired because she tried there was to do
1: a, it after the demand, episode,
0: but she stopped because of that. Yeah. Yeah, she stopped. She wasn't into it. She just went back to her regular job and she's it's, it's not what she does. Seems to have it's not
1: been what she does. Weird
0: thing that happened to her. Yeah.
1: So she It doesn't. It doesn't seem well from everything we can see. Like she's a part. If she was a part of that community and shit, she would play. She would play it differently. She would have capitalized more on it. Yeah. If she was the type of person who would do something for a network of psychic scammers.
0: So then that still leaves us with the question: Well, how did Courtney come to know what she did? Yeah. Uh—
1: I, I don't have a good fucking answer for that at all.
0: Right. And, you know, the theory about, well, maybe Aunt, Aunt Shannon and Courtney, blah, blah, blah. Well, why the fuck would they have Courtney lie to Kayla about talking to her dead father? That's like about the cruelest thing that you could. I don't see any motive for, like, just why would you do that?
1: The thing that I had been thinking. Is that.
0: And Courtney probably, she wouldn't agree to be part of. I mean.
1: We don't know enough about her to if say. It,
0: it would have to be her own scam. Because it.
1: Unless she got paid really good money, which I don't think these people have. No. Right. The only thing I could think of, because Shannon, one, did tell, whether she was coached into it or not, she told the only provable lie. The only lie, or the only lie that we can nail and say that's a lie about yeah. not believing in psychics and mediums. Yes. That's the one lie we can pin. Yeah. We don't know why she told that she could have been coached. We do know that TV shows do that.
0: But we know she lied.
1: We know she lied. We know that's a falsehood. hmm thing I was thinking is because also we learned that Aunt Shannon has been throughout Kayla's life keeping information from her. Yes. Because she did not want to hurt her, which is in fact prolonging the hurt. And, and prolonging and
0: do, her own hurt.
1: And prolonging her own hurt. You know? And it's not the right way to do things, but she came from a broken home. Um, yes. And- People from broken homes have a tendency to use less than ethical tactics for situations that do not require them mm-hmm. like I would like my niece Kayla to find some closure with this really horrible shit she experienced yeah, really fucking bad. What if she could communicate with her with her father right yeah and like pay a medium to reach a, give her all this information well, to reach out and give herself her
0: some wants to communicate with her brother too
1: right. So, well, let me let me keep saying this Then I'll talk about all the reasons it breaks down, too, because like so she pays Courtney, gives her all this information. And then just so Kayla can get closure, talk to her dead dad, be done with it, because maybe she read on on a, on the psychic Facebook group where she met Courtney or whatever. Like, I don't know that I'm just speculating there wildly. You know, if she can talk to her, get closure, do this. But then it spins out of control. And then Kayla, being the, of the generation that she is, decides to contact Catfish. And then it's like, oh, we're all fucked now, right? But that doesn't work either because of the foster mom, because of Shannon trying to talk to Frankie, too, by going to all these mediums. She wasn't going to the Long Island Psychic to, like, get in on a scam or something. She was going because that's the one she heard about on the TV.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Like, it doesn't doesn't make sense. Right. For this to be a conspiracy, this has more fucking... This is the tinfoil hat on this fucking conspiracy theory. It, it's thicker than the one you need. To, you, you you would need so many more people in on this. You need more people in on this than you would to fake the fucking moon landing. Yeah. Right. Like to, that's because that's the argument about like oh well, how could there be a conspiracy theory about anything because of how many people could spill the beans. You've got neighbor Eric slash Erica. You've got fucking uh and they Kayla's just contacted other s- her on her sister, on yeah.
0: Chance. Right. Unless they didn't. But
1: Unless they uh, didn't, there could be schemes within schemes within schemes. Yeah, or, okay, yeah, whatever. But like of, yeah. ev- with every one of these things, it just breaks down. Courtney has a husband. They're and I children, thought yeah. I thought maybe maybe Courtney's husband um uh, I'm trying not to dox these people. I thought maybe Courtney's husband um you know, went to prison or something and her, like what just happened to be in prison. With Frankie, right?
0: Yeah, like maybe they knew each other.
1: No. No.
0: No. no. Just fucking like no. Individual. Yeah, you no. seems, yeah.
1: yeah uh, no.
0: Perfectly, yeah.
1: It's the one of the weirdest goddamn things I've ever heard of in my life. I thought for sure I'd be able to nail at least a theory that I would hang my hat on. I fucking can't.
0: My strongest theory is that. Oh God, I don't know. I don't feel comfortable saying that there's right. a chance that it's real because right. I really don't think it is. There's My gut some, says some fucking, fucking no. Fishy business. So
1: let's let's hear from Kayla now. Yeah. So on this recap, uh,
0: well, so okay, in the original bonus clips mm-hmm. attached to the original episode, we catch up with Kayla more shortly after the episode just aired, and at this point, she's saying. Yeah, me and Courtney talk a lot. In fact, I consider her my son's grandmother. We're close. Kayla learns from Courtney that the spirits of her her mother, her unborn um, baby brother, right. and father all have split custody over her, and her mother and brother's spirit visit her during the day, and her father visits her at night. That's, yeah, that's what so Courtney tells me. It's so convoluted. Yeah. So, you know, shortly after the episode ends, there's still... Talking But then in 2019 They do another catch up with Kayla Yeah And it's a little Just weird take,
1: take a listen And this is uh, That goober Neve uh, Talking
3: And I, I haven't stopped thinking about it since So I'm really excited to check in with Kayla And see what's been going on since then Whoa Kayla Hi Hi What's going on? How are you? What's new? Tell me everything
2: I got married
3: Whoa! Oh, wow.
2: And another baby.
3: And you're so casual about these major milestones.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: And are you still living in Kentucky?
2: No, we actually live in Florida now.
3: Ha <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. Did you move in with Courtney?
2: No. The big question I think we all
3: want to know no. is, are you still talking to Courtney? Yes.
2: Yeah, we still have to talk but we've only like video
3: chatted once okay. since the
2: episode.
3: And does she yeah. still, does she still talk to Frankie? I don't know. I won't talk to her about that. So that hasn't come up anymore, anything regarding your dad? No. Nah. Yeah. So uh, do you feel like you're at peace with that whole thing and that you've moved on from it? Yeah. <laughs> because that, I mean, look, that that we filmed that episode a few years ago, but like I think about that a lot. I mean that was a pretty crazy thing to have, have to even have seen happen. I can't even imagine how it was for you to actually experience it.
2: Yeah, it's crazy.
3: People must ask you all the time if that was legit. Yes. That was legit, right? She just was this weird total stranger who happened to know stuff about your dad that she shouldn't have known.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: And you're you guys didn't like plan this whole thing to mess with no. us, right? Well, I believe it. I think she has some weird way of, of communicating and I'm going to leave it at that. It feels like the episode <laughs> that we filmed and the experience so. <laughs> that we all collectively shared was a, was a meaningful and necessary step for everyone. Yourself, Courtney, I think also your dad so that we could all move on with our lives and, and I'm really happy for you. Absolutely, yes. Thank you. So, yeah. Well, it was great talking to you. Thanks for taking the time. And uh, good luck with everything. I
2: hey, thanks. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: So
3: weird.
1: Weird. Everything.
0: So weird. So she still talks to Courtney. They've only video chatted once since the episode in yeah. three years.
1: And she says we still talk. So I don't know if that's But they it. still talk. Maybe that was the only time. Maybe the text. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's, it seems like they do a lot of uh, text, like chatting. Yeah. But oh, so weird. When she's,
1: and like, cause I went through an emotional roller coaster with that particular clip. Cause I when she said, Oh, I moved to Florida, I went, Oh, fuck, no. Oh, they're getting her. And then that was Homeboy's reaction, too. Like, it, did yeah. you move in with Courtney? What the shut up, fuck? Shut the fuck up. What are you talking about? Move uh, in with her? Uh, you're just so used to asking that of people on your fucking. Yeah. God damn it. No, she says. Florida is a big ass state. Right. Lots of people move there. Cool.
0: No, what?
1: Cool. And I said, "Do you talk about? Does she? Is she still in contact with Frankie? And like, She
0: goes, "I don't know.
1: Yeah, the way Kayla reacts to that is like she's, it's, she's like, she laughs I a bit. Her about that. Yeah, I, I think she, she either said, "I don't talk to her about that very quickly, or "I won't talk to her about yeah. that. Yeah. Maybe I wouldn't talk to her about that. It was hard to tell. Yeah. But that's super weird that they still talk, but she won't talk about that for some.
0: Yeah, or just it's not a part of their—I don't know. That's so strange. Yeah.
1: It's fucking bizarre. It's fucking bizarre. Um, And—but then and then she says, like—then uh, I start to think, okay, so she's aware of what—that she got—that somehow whatever fucking over happened to her, she's aware of it now. And she has spoken with Courtney since then, but perhaps didn't go well. And yeah. she—maybe she told her to fuck off, right?
0: Yeah, I don't know. But
1: then— when he asks was it legit
0: she says yeah
1: she says yeah which maybe is the easiest thing to say to an audience but or, she says
0: or maybe yeah. maybe they did some sort of something where her dad's spirit no longer lingers in the in between and has been set free yeah or I now have no idea. maybe
1: she talks to him now who the fuck knows yeah and so like yeah
0: she doesn't need courtney to talk to him anymore
1: maybe that so at the end like this is one of the weirdest cases I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah. Because for the life of me and like if any of you guys out there have any theories and shit mm-hmm. that like that that aren't like, you know, too simple to be true. Don't you know? bother
0: anyone from this episode.
1: That's Don't, do that. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Don't do that. Didn't give any last names. Fucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't don't fucking do that. But uh, we have a way we have way less of an audience than fucking catfish does. I don't think uh, that we yeah, have to worry obviously. about our our we people are good. Probably already
0: been bothered by all the people that are going to
1: bother them. Our people are the ones you want to be bothered by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, holy so, shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. So now Ugh. Courtney's just working as a marketing communication specialist, and
1: which is black magic. Yeah, you know that is that and is fine guess, control. Like,
0: so for me, the uncomfortable lesson of today's episode is. Just because you don't know why you're being manipulated doesn't mean that you're not being
1: <laughs> You're going full paranoia on this like, one? <laughs>
0: I don't—there's something weird about it. Something
1: bothers me, but I really don't I know do, what angle it's I, coming from.
0: I think it's awesome if all of this helps Kayla. Yes. You know?
1: Yeah. She seems to be doing well.
0: I, there's something fishy about the show.
1: Yeah. That's the other thing. We are seeing this through Catfish. Yeah. Totally unreliable. So that's, Maybe just, that's just
0: why it comes across right. so weird too is
1: because yeah. of- uh, The medium through which we're viewing it. Yeah. Now, the because the other thing I was thinking of, perhaps the reason it's deeply unsettling is because like- Well, this shit is. Yeah, it is. It is deeply if unsettling. it's true,
0: it's fucking yeah. unsettling as hell. And
1: this is not a paranormal show. This is not someone who's looking for ghosts. This is just right. this is just the strange, the spooky, just poked through on a fucking into MTV a, reality yeah. show into Catfish. I think that's the coolest.
0: I know way to view this. I think he wasn't ready for it.
1: No, because like because that's that shit. That's how it would ha- it would happen, right? It's not really when you go look. It's just out of out of nowhere. Something doesn't fucking mm-hmm. make sense, right?
0: Just someone being like, hmm. I I can't tell if this person is messing with me or not. Maybe this TV show can help.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because that's then what they do.
0: Can't help. They're right. They're like, oh, okay. Well, it really is Courtney, but why she knows this stuff, we don't know.
1: Yeah, because I mean, like,
0: because unless Courtney like tells them, oh yeah, this is actually how I know it. Like, how are we gonna?
1: Yeah, and how's
0: anyone gonna know?
1: Yeah, and um, like as as I've mentioned uh, on this show, my only like real paranormal experiences, I guess, like, I'm not, babe, but it's always been in the realm of like. Ghosts and shit and spirit and, like, I come from a town haunted as fuck and a lot of people have really insane, insane fucking ghost stories. And so, like, I, just based on shit, I just like, I I am inclined to believe that a thing can happen which people attribute to getting information from the other side, right? Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, we went random nodding and ended up right at the grave of the Dude who's, the, who haunts the place we were at.
0: Yeah, whose spirit we're trying to contact.
1: Yeah, it's uh, like episode five or six of the show or something like that, episode right. seven or whatever. So-
0: Also, is it plausible to me that perhaps Frankie's spirit is trapped here and is sort of like more or less lingering around on this plane, kind of, even just to spite this one woman that like fucked him up, this foster mom? Pro- I don't, I wouldn't put it past yeah. a, a spirit.
1: Frankie did do all the things that people would say will get you stuck here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like of all of all the dudes to end up as a fucking trapped ghost, it's probably right. this guy.
0: So, what something that psychic Courtney says in another video called Messages from Frankie, which is I guess it's an anti-suicide video. Maybe we could take a look at it.
1: Oh, right. So this is from um, when she was trying to be a medium?
0: I guess so. Yeah, or she just I guess this company, Chameleon Productions, contacted her because they were looking to do interviews with people that have these gifts.
1: Weird, Chameleon Production. Chameleon—they change their stripe, their, their stripes—they yeah. change their colors.
0: Indeed, but she says in that that the reason why. Well, I'll let her tell the whole story of how Frankie came to you know, cross over from wherever he was into being trapped in our uh, dimension.
1: This is from three years ago, Chameleon Productions.
0: You should check out the Chameleon Productions website too. If
1: yeah,
4: when he first made the decision uh, to take his life, he was very—he was just convinced that that was the only option that he had. He hung himself in prison with a belt. He says it didn't take long, but I think he said it took—it really took longer than it seemed. But to him, it was a kind of an instantaneous. But what, what happened with him was at the moment when he would have left his physical body and passed, he said he changed his mind and he wanted to not commit suicide. But at that point in time, it was too late. So he went someplace very different.
0: Yeah, that's what that fascinates me that idea. He changed his mind so he like instead of going somewhere else, he got like trapped in the in between.
1: Yeah. Fuck. Uh.
4: Um he did say that while he was oh, she there Oh, she's saying that this place he says, that he
0: was at everyone there was also yeah, a suicide he says yeah,
4: yeah. Jesus came to him and he
1: Oh, Hold on a goddamn second.
4: An emptiness. I don't even sure really how to explain it. It's almost like a nothingness and there's people there, but they're so concerned with helping themselves get out of this predicament that they're not paying attention to anybody else. It's very lonely. Um, he did say that while he was there, he says, yeah, he says Jesus came to him and he said that Jesus came to him because although he was not religious um, or even particularly spiritual, if he were to connect with a spiritual being, he it, the one that would make the most sense for him would be Jesus because of how he was raised and you know, where you know the religion or the Christianity that he was raised with. So Jesus would make the most sense to him. Um, so that's who came to him, he said, and asked him if he would like to... Continue on to going what we would call home. And Frankie said no. He didn't feel that he deserved to be there after what he had done, after what he had put people through. Uh, he didn't believe that he deserved to go to be there with him. So um, Jesus allowed his free will to make the decision to stay.
1: Straight in the out of place. fucking Swedenborg.
4: And he said that happened how many times? Twice. That happened two, twice that he said that he had an opportunity and both times he said no. Uh, he didn't feel that he deserved it. So he stayed where he was and he said then one day, um, and it's just, there's no, there's no time there. There's no sense of time there. So it's really just one day. He said he saw a light. It was a very beautiful, bright light, and he felt very, very...
0: So then he goes into the light, and where does he end up? Courtney's bedroom.
1: Son of a bitch.
0: Yep. (laughs) That's how he... Now he's a unique member of the family.
1: So, that whole afterlife experience she was talking about... Yeah. Okay, when... It was when I, I was pulling the Peter Mount Shasta interview from uh, that channel Buddha at the Gas Pump. Uh-huh. I was trying to figure out what that channel's—what um, their shit is. Yeah. Yeah. And what I, I found is that they're connecting some uh, channels talking about Emanuel Swedenborg's uh, philosophies and stuff. And if you don't <laughs> know who that is, I'll just quickly explain. Because what she was just saying was sounded just straight out of this dude's uh, writings. He was a— Christian Mystic from she the She said 17- that she
0: got it out of Sylvia Brown's book.
1: Oh, she got it out of Sylvia Brown. Yeah, I thought Frankie told her.
0: Well, like the um, the idea of like the in between place.
1: Oh, like the place with all the people hanging yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind then. I'm not going to talk about Swedenborg because that's just exactly where Sylvia Brown got it. Yeah. <laughs> so she read it from Sylvia Brown.
0: Right. Who's also a fraud and a scammer, but right. who got these uh, concepts from other.
1: Okay. Places. Check out Swedenborg's interesting. Check him out. he had a lot of weird experiences yeah. and um, really weird and really interesting character. And he described the afterlife is like basically his thing, but he, it's I mean, very.
0: I am very compelled by that idea. It's a
1: very believable yet hopeful interpretation. Of
0: someone changing their mind at the last second and then that like. Trapping them eternally in this in between,
1: but not eternally,
0: like, but not eternally, because they can apparently come home if Jesus comes to them and asks them if they're ready to.
1: Yeah, I thought she was gonna go full fucking Christian, but it was. But the thing about well, but that, then she cause,
0: said, Oh, it's just because that's the
1: cultural programming he has, which is like, okay, like, fascinating. I that's uh, if, I it, if it was that. real, I'll buy it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'll accept that that's that that could be. The thing, like whatever your cultural conditioning is, that's what, that's
0: what you see. You get
1: shown because it's all about the filters that you're seeing. You know, the the, the things you you can't fit, actually see. You know, I don't fucking know unless the
0: yeah, man. That's my Courtney
1: feels yes. like a scammer. Here's what it comes down to: the the crux of it is is Courtney she feels like feels a, like a, a nice scammer.
0: Woman to me, but also I just yeah.
1: To me, she feels like a scammer. Totally. it's it's just the it's just the the vibe. Do you know what I mean? Like, she also does kind of seem... But she does also kind of seem like a nice woman. In some she ways. She
0: seems like a totally normal, like...
1: But here's... But all of them do. Yeah. That's the thing. All of them fucking do. That's the game. That's the angle.
0: Mm. But... Be normal. Be normal.
1: The question is always... Que fucking bono, dude. Who fucking benefits? Now. Who gets the baloney? Yeah. There's no baloney being passed around. In fact... Courtney has been sending Kayla gifts of baloney. Yeah. She's paying small amounts of money over a long period of time
0: oh, to now keep this scam going. Just, they just text. That's all they— Yeah. Yeah. So
1: what the fuck? If she was a scammer, she wouldn't be wasting her goddamn time. And it would have amounted to something. It would have amounted to I guess anything. it amounted to
0: a catfish episode and then a failed, like, pop-up medium— uh, enterprise venture that right. that crashed and burned, but she
1: couldn't have known. Like I, I was thinking, maybe she was angling to get on catfish so she could jumpstart her psychic business. But know. she didn't have anything to do with the catfish being called, right? Yeah. So why would you run this fucking game for years, hoping that catfish picks? No, that's insane. That's insane. Yeah. Any conspiracy theory about this is fucking insane. It doesn't make sense. Right. Oh, that's about what I got about this
0: Yeah, we don't know
1: We don't fucking know
0: <laughs> We
1: don't fucking know
0: We don't know Wow No. All we know is that Aunt Shannon was lying about her religious convictions towards mediumship on the show For whatever reason, we don't know if they told her to do it or not Right So that's all we have It's a mystery It's a really weird one We'd love to hear your theories.
1: Yeah, seriously. i my God. So we pulled this tarot card earlier. Yep. The sun. The the great illuminating blinding sun. The great illuminating and blinding sun. I've always thought of like the idea of what one of my biggest uh Okay, so the Sun represents, you know, in esoteric terms, ego and like at the active energy. Masculine in a metaphysical sense, not a man and woman sense, right? Active versus passive, positive polarity versus negative polarity, mm-hmm. the thing that sends out versus the thing that receives, right? The satellite versus the satellite dish, or vice. I don't know how those things work. Never mind. <laughs> Maybe it's the they both do both. I think, yeah, they bounce. One of the things I always is <laughs> one of the things um, that Jordan Peterson is just super wrong about. I think. And I'm going to. Just one. The one that's relevant to this. Yes. Show, <laughs> um, is his, 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 his idea that masculine, the, the, the masculine energy, the, the yang of the yin and yang, the yang energy, the sun energy versus the moon is um, the structured one versus the chaotic one.
0: Mm. Right. Yeah.
1: I think that's entirely just fucking wrong like to me
0: the the cold is very structured
1: yeah well think about this the void is when you in the light is heat right heat is light is yang is is all that right when you put heat into a system it induces more chaos into the system yeah. It just fucking does. The more energy into a system increases the entropy, increases the chaos. There's a lot he more crime He is literally in summer chaos. Time. Right. It's oh, it's too much of stuff, right? Yeah. And so the sun as that the embodiment of that principle, the Yang principle, in the well, and also because like the void, which would be the feminine aspect, when things get cold, they get organized. In yeah. darkness and cold, things stop moving. Like that's – it's organized. So – the Sun principle, the Yang principle, the it's not this organized system of life giving and like healing and stuff. Although it could be. Yeah. It fucking could be in that it does give life and it does heal, but too much of it is blinding and dazzling. And there's too fucking much shit to make sense of. And you're just dazzled and blinded in the bright sunlight, like we are. Yeah. Right? The whole yeah. event itself. Is dazzling and blinding
0: You can't take too much of it in at once
1: Right, just like the sun However, it does keep things alive Help things heal Yeah And shit That's my take on it
0: That's a really You just wrapped it up so nicely with a little bow on top That's
1: what the tarot's for, man That's That's what tarot's for That's what we do That's what we do, baby (laughs) Wow It's fucked up, dude
0: So we didn't crack the case of the psychic cat fit Hell no We truly didn't I don't know if we ever will.
1: I think this is the first true paranormal story we've done on here. I didn't have strong opinions about an explanation. Yeah. Ugh. Freaks me out.
0: Yeah, I just really don't know. Yeah. Please let us know.
1: hmm Yeah. Send help.
0: Send us like a message on Instagram or something. at yeah. nonsense Bazaar.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And follow us on Instagram at nonsense bizarre. Yeah, follow us please. on Twitter at nonsense bizarre. Uh, as of right now, we only have twenty Twitter followers because like I don't know how to fucking use Twitter. Yeah,
0: we'll get around. To
1: I don't. That. I don't have opinions.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. And Facebook, but don't fuck delete your Facebook. Even though Instagram yeah. is the same. Just fucking send a message. Just send it. Just fucking get rid of it. Don't follow us on Facebook. In fact, fuck that. I don't want it. <laughs> follow us on Instagram, even though we're their own by the same people. We
0: we know, but don't give a shit. Yeah. All right. Um,
1: all right, guys. Well, take care.
0: Take care.
1: Love you. Be well. All that good shit.
0: Yes. Take care of each other. Take we care of each love other. You. Bye bye. Bye.